Oh, he did swing. Oh. And that ball is crushed. <laughs> Deep to left and gone! And Adolis Garcia has answered with his 15th home run of the year. A two-run shot in the sixth makes it 11-3. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. There it is. There it is. We'll explain in a quick second. Thanks for listening on the Bet 1430 in Denver. 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. It's BetQL Daily. Weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the BetQL Audio Network. Ostrowski here. Horvy up in Milwaukee and downtown Chicago. We have our board op, Jake Hassan. You heard the Garcia homer. Uh, no, Texas did not win. Angels winners, 11 to 5. Oh, you thought the lead was the Shohei Otani bomb that he hit at 117 miles per hour? Incorrect. Take a bow, Jake Hassan. Lightning bet yesterday. He says, give me Garcia to hit a homer at, was it plus 350, Jake? Yes, that is correct. Awesome call, dude. Good job. Thank you. Felt pretty good. Felt pretty good. You know, had to, you know, the Otani, whatever. We've seen it before, but you know, yeah. every now and then you get, you strike gold. So, man, I was locked in on the NBA and then I saw a few tweets start rolling in. And <laughs> I think, did somebody call you? What did they call you? Call Jake, Jake Galley, spelled G A L L E Y. Like, I don't know his account. Yeah, they were combining uh, a couple of the producers on the show, calling him Jake Galley. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Plus 350. So, yeah, I want to go over a, a couple of things that stood out from last night as we uh, look ahead to today's card. Horvey, we spend so much time talking about the MVP and Cy Young for good reason. That's, that's what people are into, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not an award more of a stat race thing the home run leader is gonna be fun like we we should do a full breakdown when we get a chance we don't have so much nba because we had three games last night we have three games tonight here and all this going on stanley cup playoffs and everything but um you look up now vlad hit another homer yesterday yeah so he he's at 16 he's a leader Acuna, I think he hit one two days ago. Garcia's last night makes it 15. Uh, Acuna's at 15. Otani's last night made it 15. This is going to be the fun race to track. It really is, and I wish I didn't buy so early on Pete Alonzo. <laughs> you weren't alone. I mean, oh, what a disaster, man. And I should have just went with Otani, to be honest, man. I was already all in with the MVP, with the Angels winning the division, which – that's not happening, especially with Mike Trout not coming back anytime soon. That yeah. sucks. Otani's so fun to watch, but that team is absolute garbage, Joe. But this home run race, like it's you trash. said, it's be fun. It's going to be really fun. Um, I mean, with Vlad especially. I'm lucky enough to have him on my fantasy baseball team, and I got him in, like, round eight. I get nobody cares about my fantasy team. Uh, what a surprise, though, man. What a pleasant surprise he's been. This this chase is going to be a lot of fun, even, even in a year with a dead ball. So I wish that um, I wish that all the sites would po- would post the home run leader odds mm-hmm. every day. Here I just found one. Vlad's the favorite. Makes sense. He's up by one at plus six fifty. Where's Garcia? That's what I was. Jake Hassan, what number would you take for Garcia? I found one book that has it posted right now. 
What number would you like to jump in on Garcia home run leader? Eight to one. <sighs> Eight to one's fine. I, I think it's not going to be that low yet, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd go eight or nine to one. The thing with him is, I think he's just on this insane hot streak. It's Eventually, a tear. there's going to be an adjustment. It's probably the wrong time to buy, right? Yeah. Uh, Vlad, I said plus six fifty as a favorite. Second favorite, Otani and Acuna, plus seven hundred. Then there's Judge plus eight hundred. Dolis Garcia, one back of the leader, eighteen to one. Jesus, is Alonzo even on this list? How many homers does he have? I have no. Does he have one? Yeah, he's got a couple. <laughs> he he's twenty to one. Seriously though, twenty oh. to one. Well, I I would take Garcia over Judge, and Judge is eight to one. Garcia's eighteen. Hassan, wouldn't you bet eighteen to one on Garcia though? Yeah, that's really low. I I was not expecting that. I would probably take a shot on that. Yeah, eighteen to one. Eighteen to one. I may play right now. Um, I have not found it at a lot of books. I'll have to tell you offline where I did find it. And, you know, you've got all this underground stuff going on in Wisconsin because you don't have legalization. I got to drive two hours and 40 minutes. So, yeah, let me know on that one because I need need something to root for now that Pete Alonso is officially dead in that race. I I wouldn't – Garcia and then Okunia, I mean, man, with 15 right now at that price, I don't – either i don't hate that at all that's not yeah i hate to jump in while you know you lose the number but hey he's one back that's the thing like yeah the tear is not going to continue jake's 100 correct and that's something i was thinking about but i'm getting well over double digits so maybe that's a buy it's a buy time right now because you're going to lose that 18 to 1 number maybe just a suggestion uh as far as what we saw on tuesday dodgers over the astros nine to two L.A. was my uh, lightning bet. That was my baseball pick. Ranji disagreed. He was on the Houston side. I I know there was a lot of sharp money coming in on the Astros, but I I stuck with Kershaw, even though it was the Astros going against a left-handed pitcher. Uh, It's something we talked about, I think, a couple weeks ago with the San Diego series, Horvy, is anytime you can get the Dodgers at about a pick you just blind bet it. And and that was part of what I was doing yesterday with the Dodgers 9-2 win. Same here, man. Same here. And I'm, I was even looking at them today again with uh, Trevor Bauer on the mound. Now, I don't really love the price so much now. It's all the way up to minus right. 145 against Houston with Garcia on the mound for, for Houston. But again, like if I could get that price and I'm not getting Kershaw minus 280 or anything ridiculous like that, you have, you, yeah. I mean, you got, you got to go in on the Dodgers when you can. Uh, DeGrom made his first start since May 9th. We were wondering how long is he going to last? And Matt said, no restrictions, no restrictions. He threw 63 pitches. Nine strikeouts, by the way, in those 63 pitches. So he only went five innings, looked good. Mets win. Um, You had the uh, big pitching matchup of the day, Burns against Musgrove. Burns gave up four runs on two hits in this one. That Cy Young shine seems to be gone, right? Yeah, and when you look at it, man, like, you could probably make the case for Brandon Woodruff over him if you didn't want to play. If you did want to play a Brewer, and then nobody's talking about what Freddie Peralta is doing, and he's been ridiculous too. But Burns, another tough luck start for him. He strikes out seven, he walks three, gives up four earned runs yesterday on just two hits, like you said, and only goes six innings. And uh, Council only allows him to throw ninety-five pitches. So I'm out on Corbin Burns right now. Still a great pitcher, but he's definitely not winning the Cy Young. I, I yeah, that's the award to win, man. I mean, you on a pitch count, he had nine strikeouts on 63 pitches. That's absolutely ridiculous. He's you think nothing. so after sitting on almost three weeks? Yeah, I still think that it's DeGrams. I mean, yeah. 
Uh, who who else? Who are you gonna make the case for? Darvish, maybe with um, that. Yeah, it's you, the question is as always. You think Degrom's gonna stay healthy? That's what it comes down to. Uh, but, yeah, he's still the leader in F four. Like, it's I mean, still, after missing that amount of time, you're right. You're right. You know, your Woodruff ticket is live. Yeah, I know. It's live. It's live. We we spent so much time talking about Burns. Woodruff is right there. He just like, got to stay healthy. With Zach Wheeler too. That's the thing. Yeah, Wheeler. But like with Woodruff, that's the problem with him is he just got to he has to stay healthy. Last year it was an oblique injury, and also, um, you know, he needs a longer leash. I'm hoping that when we hit June, when we hit July, Council won't be pulling these guys in the sixth inning after 85, 90 pitches. I'm guessing yeah. that's probably going to be the case with that bullpen with Josh Hader and Devin Williams waiting in that bullpen. But yeah, that one is definitely live. I feel good about that one. All right. There uh, are a few games that I really like tonight in Major League Baseball, but there are four afternoon ones. We can just roll through this quickly. Um, are there any that stand out to you? You've got Baltimore, Minnesota. The O's have lost eight in a row. Cardinals, White Sox, Mariners, A's, Rangers, Angels. All these are this afternoon. There's one I have a lean to, but uh, outside of that, I don't have a strong opinion on a lot of these. You know what? It's Usually I come and I got four or five plays that I love, especially when we have some daytime baseball. There's not a whole lot I like in Major League Baseball. The NBA, yes, I'm leaning towards some unders, but wanted to play the White Sox today, uh, but I'm not. Minus 210 right now against St. Louis staying away from that one. So I was looking to play the White Sox, but obviously not at that price. And then I was leaning uh, towards the Rangers, the Rangers who continue to let me let me down, though, with uh, Dunning on the mound today going against uh, – actually, I don't have a starter labeled now for Los Angeles for some reason. Yeah, so we didn't we – didn't, it, was, it was not listed this morning. And it's still so, – I have nothing here for that one. So I was looking towards – you, uh, you can't uh, bet it then because <laughs> it doesn't have a number. It's not up. So I was looking towards Texas, but – Nothing there for me right now. All right. It's funny. The one game I'm kind of interested in, I'm not sure. Maybe uh we'll we'll talk ourselves into something here is yeah. the Cardinals White Sox game. But I'm looking at the other side, man. St. Louis? Yes. If anything. Don't well, do let, it, let, Joe. The Cardinals are dead. I need Why? I need you to make, make this case for me today. Okay, here here's the case. You've got Rodon as a minus two hundred favorite. Uh, Cardinals plus 183 on the money line. St. Louis against lefties, second in OPS, second in way to runs created plus, third in on base percentage. And uh, John Gant in his eight starts this year, he has a 204 ERA, a 413 FIP. Resident Cardinals fan, Jay Kassan, tell me why the Cardinals will not beat the White Sox. Because the Cardinals are now missing three starters with Harrison Bader going on the IL with a fractured rib. Those lefty numbers come with DeYoung in the lineup, with Bader in the lineup, with O'Neal in the lineup. They're missing all of those guys. Once you get past the top five in the Cardinals lineup, you're cakewalking through. Top heavy. They're top heavy. When you're you're playing Matt Carpenter every day, you have a problem. So, yeah, it doesn't mean they won't win the National League Central, but when you're talking about one of the top teams in the game, Top in uh, one of the tops in run differential with the White Sox. That's a, that's a different level, right? Jake, would you hate my play if I wanted to back the White Sox today? Obviously, I'm not touching you know minus two hundred. But what about on the run line if I could get plus money on that? Yeah, I mean, if anything, I would go White Sox runs. Gant has been very shaky, 
and I do not trust him at all. And the Cardinals, yeah. I don't. They can't score. The peripherals See, would would suggest that with with the FIP double his ERA, like yeah, one of these games is going to be a blow up, and this White Sox lineup might be the day. Huh? I know. Man. I feel like today. I feel like there's. Everything that I like is a little fishy. Like I'm looking tonight, I want to fade the Brewers, but I could see Eric Lauer going seven innings and pitching two hit ball. I want to take Stroman at this price uh, with the Mets at home against Colorado. Colorado, I'm getting Marcus Stroman minus one thirty nine. Would love that. I could see. I, I could see him getting blown out tonight. Glass now is on the wait, wait, against- wait, wait, wait. Why against Colorado? Yeah. Why is it? Why is it? Why? Why is that? Why is it that price? Why is it minus one thirty nine with Stroman on the mound against uh, the Rockets? It was minus one twenty one this morning. Because right. the Mets are playing a Triple A team right now. Yeah, they don't yeah, have anybody. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. But still, but it's the Rockies. I mean, they're you want trying. You want to bet on? You want to bet on the Rockies today? No, I want to bet on the Mets. But I feel like I don't know. There's something off there. And then I was looking, you know, at Tampa Bay as well. <laughs> Not a whole lot I love in Major League Baseball today. Uh, Stroman has dominated this Rockies roster, by the way. I mean, 60, right. 61 played. So what's the case for Colorado? That's what none. I'm saying. No, none. That's why I want to take the Mets, but I just I, – I have a hard time backing the Mets, man. I really okay. do. I, mean, I could see Stroman throwing a gem going out there and pitching seven innings, but them giving him no run support. All right. Uh, you're not interested in a lot with the baseball. Uh, as long as we got Hassan here, why not one more? Your, your dude, Glass now. Not to give away any lightning bets, but the numbers eight and a half juiced way to the under. The Royals don't strike out a ton. Do we care? Do we just go Glass now over? Yeah, and when you strike out thirteen times against Rich Hill, that uh, says a lot about where you're at oh, as a team. Oh, oh man, that was brutal last night. Yeah, uh, Glass now does not have uh, a very high strikeout rate. Against this Royals roster, though, I will say it's only at uh, 27%, but uh, he's done very, very well. Uh, there is a few games, a few sides that I do like. We're going to get to that a little bit later on, uh, probably uh, around noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central time of the plays that we really like. Uh, but coming up next, we'll talk some golf and some points bet with Teddy Greenstein, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network. Well, Plesak loves his changeup 1-0 to lefties, and that's the one pitch that Shohei has had a little trouble with. He does it again, a mile high toward the wall. Shohei Otani! Seriously, are you kidding me? Dead center field, Otani number 14. He went with his fastball, and he was ready, and a no-doubt shot by Otani. It was majestic, though, Gooby. This was not a line drive. This was a mile high. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the BetQL app today. Use a promo code daily for 20% off any subscriptions. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. Get started today at BetQL.com. Also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Promo code daily, 20%. Off any subscription. I'm Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670 on Twitter with Ryan Horvat at Ryan Horvat and BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily, all on Twitter. 
lot of people, a lot of people checking out the show. I love to see it. I love to see people reacting right after the results happen on some of our bets that we talk about on the show, uh, jumping in on Twitter. We always welcome that and appreciate the engagement. Um, so I did tweet about this yesterday quickly, Horvey, and I don't even know if you have an outstanding balance, but, um, God, I can't believe at this age, I still owe money on a student loan, but I do but I do. And I, I can pay it off because we're, we're close enough, but I've just decided not to like, you know what? I'm going to bleep you. I'm going to continue to pay the minimum for no reason. I have no idea why I guess it's spite. I guess it's spite. Like you guys have been hanging this over my head for the last 20 years. Like, no, I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Like they even know who I am or care about the, the little balance that is left on my student loan. But I can't, for some reason, I can't bring myself to do it because I just hate them so much. Same here. Same here. And everybody else got bailed out this year. So I was kind of hoping that maybe I wouldn't <laughs> Back, man. I'm the same way though. And it's what you know what's funny is like I'll be driving around and I'll listen to what is it, Dave Ramsey, some of those financial like experts that have the radio programs, and all they tell you is pay everything off right away, no debt, pay your credit cards off, pay your loans off immediately. And um, no, man, I I'm with you. Minimum payments, minimum payments until the day I die. I think I'm getting I'm getting like three different alerts on my dashboard right now. Like it's time to get a new car. Mine is 13 years old. <laughs> it's like, it's time. And at one point the other day, it, it's only happened once, but it kind of, it wasn't raining. It kind of felt like the brakes were going like, yeah, I got to go in. But that's another thing. Like, I don't want a car payment. Like who wants this? But there are some people that live like this. As soon as they're done paying off one car, it's time to go get another one. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. You know, and I'm the same way, man. I just, yeah, unnecessary bills, car payments. And I'm not a big car guy. Like, you know, I, neither. I, I and I'm not, to, we're not driving to work anymore for the most right. part. That's, that's the other thing. You're working from home. Yeah. Yeah. What's the upside? Anyways, that was on my mind for some reason. Uh, I need to get your reaction to some of the sides that I like in major league baseball. We were talking about the, the home run leader race earlier on some of the afternoon games. And you were saying that there's not much that appeals to you on this card. However, I'm looking at one, two, there's at least three sides that I that I like that I like. Let's let's talk through this, and I want to get your reaction. First, Cincinnati, Washington. Jeff Hoffman for the Reds. Joe Ross for the Nats. Which side do you think I like? In this one, I think you like Cincinnati side, right? You you are correct. That is the way I lean. Not um, not the game I feel the strongest about. But I think there there is some reason to make a play on the Reds as a dog. Just taking a look at the number. Here we are. Oh, plus 130. Plus 130. Why is more money coming in on the Nats? Nats are minus 145 favorites with Joe Ross on the bump against the Reds, Jeff Hoffman. Uh, but here we are. Plus 130. I do find it more appealing. Yeah, you know what? I was looking I, at this I, one. Yeah, it's more a fade on Ross. I mean, his last three starts. Right. Yeah, right. He's been terrible. And again, with this Reds offense, inconsistent, of course, but you never know what you're going to get. But going against Ross with this price, I would lean Cincinnati here. I was looking at that this morning as well. And against here's uh, it's a small sample, but against the current Reds roster, uh, Ross last 25 plate appearances. They're hitting 391. He has a 701 FIP. Uh, 354 expected batting average, zero strikeouts, zero strikeouts, last 25 plate appearances. And then you've got Hoffman, 
against this Nationals roster. Last 44 plate appearances, he has a 2-6-1 FIP. Um, I'm wondering why the Nats side is getting a little bit of money here. The total has been bumped up from 9.5 earlier this morning. Or last night it was 9.5 to uh, to 10 this morning. But uh, I like I like Cincinnati at plus 130. Like Cincinnati. I was going to look at their uh, at the, at the uh, run total as well. I mean, you know, their offense has been inconsistent, but it's also, what, the sixth best in the National League heading into today? So against Ross, more of a fade on Ross. I don't know why money would be coming in on, on, on Washington, but, yeah, I'd lean uh, Cincinnati side, especially at that price as well, going against Ross today. Yeah, absolutely. Hoffman hasn't been terrible. No, he's just been a little bit better than Ross, but but Ross has been. He's been so bad these last three games. I mean, I definitely wouldn't back Washington. Maybe people are expecting them to get back on track here, but that would be it. And I mean, Cincinnati has been after. I mean, they started six and one on the season, and since then, you know, I, I could see them being sellers at the deadline. I want to see what a lot of these teams in the Central do at the deadline, man. Obviously, St. Louis is going to go all in. I don't expect Milwaukee to sell. They're going to probably go all in. But it's going to be interesting to see. Like, if the Cubs won again last night, um, the Reds, it's been a disaster since that started. I want to see what they sell at the deadline as well. Ross has been a below-replacement-level player with his 5.72 ERA and 5.96 FIP this season. So there's there's a couple of reasons there. To back yeah. Cincinnati, we shall see. Here's one I feel stronger about, Okay. Is it happening? Late May. Took until late May. Is it happening for the Atlanta Braves? Winners of four in a row. They are at the Boston Red Sox tonight. Total of 10 and a half. And is this looks like a pick 'em? No, it's not. Wow. Okay. This is moving. Uh yeah, Boston's yeah. Boston's getting money. I'm I'm on I'm opposite the market once again, which maybe is a little concerning. It's Boston minus 139, Atlanta plus 127, Drew Smiley for the Braves, and Nick Pavetta for the Red Sox. Why why is this happening? Okay, here's Smiley against the current Red Sox roster. Last 45 plate appearances. He has a 33% strikeout rate. They're hitting 158 against him. He has a 330 FIP. And we have multiple hitters in this Braves lineup that uh, has some success against Pavetta. Yeah. Uh, like Freeman and Ciarte. Like there are there are a few dudes like have OPSs, 900,000. So is this the time to go with the Braves? See, I was looking at the Braves here, and I was also, but like at the same time, I was looking at maybe a Pavetta strikeout prop as well. I mean, right. just because of what the Braves have been doing, they're averaging, what, 9.28 strikeouts per game this season so far. I do expect them to get back on track. I was even looking at maybe buying in on them to win the division. Um, but I think I would like them in the spot. But I could see them striking out a bunch today, to be to be honest with you. So that's why this is a stay away for me. And it's just moving so much. Like, it's moved from the last time that I saw it here. Uh, Boston, half game back in the American League East behind the Tampa Bay Rays. And... The Braves are uh, up to second place, just one game back of the Mets, man. Yeah. yeah. This might this might be the time. If you've been believing and waiting for the right spot, I, I should check to see if the, it's moved at all. But um, this might be the spot. If you plan on jumping in at the Braves, on the Braves, for once they start to turn it around, this could be it. Well, right, exactly. And see, I know everybody's buying into the Mets, but with the Mets, man, I just – health. I'm not there. I'm not there. He's on the IL right now. We don't right. know if DeGrom going to be able to stay healthy. 
they're just so inconsistent. And I do expect the Braves. I mean, I look at the Braves as serious World Series contenders when they do get everything figured out. And they're another team where they're going to be in contention. I could see them maybe making a move or two. They're I, 20 I, I can hate them with another arm in the rotation. Start of the season, Atlanta was 10 to 1. Right now, they're 20 to 1. Yeah. Pretty time. That, I don't, it, might, it might be the time right now before this number drops. What, if yeah. they get, if they, let's say the Mets lose today and the Braves beat the Red Sox and we got a first place tie in the NL East, it, the number's going to drop, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or once people start betting them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now would be the time. Now would be, this is the best number you're going to get on the Braves because they're going to, especially the warmer it gets, the bats are going to be fine. So do you disagree on the side? You like Boston in this matchup? No, I'm just going to stay away from it. No, if anything, I'd I'd lean Atlanta today. All right. One more for you. It's a West Coast game. So you have a couple things, little action going on in the uh, Jazz Grizzlies late, and then maybe the San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks late. Do we fade the team that has lost 11 in a row? San Francisco minus 109. Okay, so it's basically a pick em here between San Francisco and Arizona. The Diamondbacks have lost 10 straight. They have a run differential of negative 49, tied for 26 in all of baseball. Johnny Cueto ha- actually has some success against this Arizona roster going up against Merrill Kelly. Giants D-backs pick them. Shouldn't we just be on the Giants and that's it? Yeah, I think we should, man. I expect Cueto to pitch pretty well in this game. He's been good, and he's been good historically uh, as well against Arizona, like you just said. I was looking maybe at the under in this game. I could see this being a pitcher duel, as crazy as it sounds. What? But then I'm relying on Kelly and Cueto. Yeah, I have a weird feeling that not many runs are scored in this game. It's going to be close. Uh, I think we got to take San Francisco. That would be like the one play the one favorite that I'm looking at today, San Francisco. I do like the Giants in this spot. I mean, fade errors. If, if you got a you got a number with Arizona at a pick'em, and they've lost ten in a row. Why aren't you fading them till? I mean, with Merrill Kelly, are you scared of Merrill? No, <laughs> Merrill no, Lynch. Not. And I love and I love the Giants. I mean, they're seven and three in their last ten games against a righty, a righty starter as well. Okay, and San Francisco are absolutely nothing. Really quick, you guys brought up the glass now prop. I, I need to know, like this this may have to be a play for me. Like while I could still get this, okay. eight and a half is what you're seeing. So he's and it's juice to the under, big yeah, time. juice to the under. But that's why it's scaring me a little bit. Why is that juice to the under? He's had ten strikeouts in every home start this season. He's had at least nine strikeouts in six of his, I believe, last ten starts. And what do you do his last up, last? What do you do his last start? Yeah, but Kansas City just struck out thirteen times to fifty-five-year-old Rich Hill. I think that that's has why, to be that has to be an automatic. I think a big part of it is uh, two strikeouts in his last start. Yeah. Against Toronto. By the way, I was thinking you weren't here yesterday, but I was thinking of you on Monday afternoon because you were on that Toronto Tampa Bay under, mm-hmm. which looked good for most of the game. But then they <laughs> did they score 12 runs in extras? In extras, yes. It was brutal. Dude, 12 runs between the two teams? That's why today, like, I'm a little hesitant on a lot of these games. I've had some bad luck. and Like, I got off to this real fast, hot start in Major League Baseball, and K-Props have been killing me. The other day, Freddie Peralta, over seven and a half again. Two outs. 0-2 count. Walks the batter. Council pulls him. Doesn't make any sense. He'd only thrown, like, 
man, I don't even remember what it was, like 89, 90 pitches. He could have easily got out of the inning. Uh, I've just been getting hosed because I love playing unders. The new extra inning rule has killed me like five or six times this year. Yeah. Glassnow's plus money at eight and a half, over eight and a half. Seems way, doesn't it? Has not faced Kansas City this season. It seems like a play. Like, don't you just kind of when you get Glassnow and his K rate, when you get these guys in that seven and a half, eight and a half range, like you just bet them. Like you get Garrett Cole at eight and a half, you bet him. You get Degrom at eight and a half, you bet it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody except for I'm out on Trevor Rogers lately. Wherever that number is, you're going to get killed by the hook. <laughs> then he'll have a game where you lay off it. He'll strike out 10. He'll have double-digit strikeouts. They'll set it back yeah. to eight. And he'll strike out eight. So, I mean, the market's catching on with a lot of these, man, with, with a lot of these K-props. So I've been kind of pumping the brakes on those a little bit. Yeah, um, market, market's been tough on them since the start of the season. Usually it takes a couple months, but it didn't take a lot of time. Okay, um, geez. Where's Kansas City in the strikeouts? Okay, here they are. Yeah, they don't strike out a ton. 22.6%, but it's all bunched up like the bottom, I don't know, dozen teams or so. So it's not like they they clearly have the lowest strikeout rate. They're not at the Astros or Padres level. They're in the bottom, bottom 10 or so, but a lot of those teams are bunched up. I wouldn't say that they really stand out as a team that doesn't strike out much. Yeah. What, what do you think about maybe instead of even if you don't want to play the glass now prop, what do you think about Tampa Bay today? Obviously one of the hottest teams, if not mm. the hottest in all of baseball. I'm not laying uh, $2. That's the thing. I was looking maybe at the run line. Nothing I love there. Yeah, Kansas City against glass now, 36 at bats, seven hits, only one extra base hit, uh, 249 batting average. He's walked three and struck out 11. So he struck out 11. 36 at bats against Kansas City. I like it. I'm, that's a play for me. Glass now over strikeouts. Horvy, dream true. You know that? Dreams come true. Because coming up next, we're going to talk college football. It's a dream of yours. <laughs> You've been dying to talk college football. All right. We've got some interesting uh, news and notes around college football to discuss with Adam Rittenberg from ESPN. But the big story in sports betting, win totals are out. We'll get to that next on the BetQL Audio Network.